Hello, this is Renee, and welcome to my podcast. If you are in an abusive relationship, I pray to God that you will allow God to guide you out safely. No one deserves to be hurt. All of us deserve to be free. I know it's been a while, and I think I've said it numerous times before. I usually don't come on unless I actually have something to say. Or either I'm waiting on God to tell me what to say. Either way it go, it's his direction and guidance is not mine. But I've been hearing a lot of things over the last few months about moving forward. This is your moment. This is your time. This is your season. And I was asking God to please let me know exactly what does that mean. But every time I turn on the TV, I hear something about, you know, uh, moving forward. I hear something about... This is your moment and your time. And I believe that's what God is saying, not just to me, but for all of those that are listening. I've had new people come into my life immediately with good vibes, good news, and almost great possibilities that I have never met before in my life. Some of you probably have had people around you that has been around you for a long time not very supportive not uh encouraging and not offering any kind of support to move you in the right direction i had to learn a long time ago that relying on god is a beautiful thing and it's beautiful because he's the one that provides he's the one that lifts up And he's the one that allows new people to come into your life saying stuff to you that you expected to receive from people you've been around with for a long time. Whether they're friends, neighbors, um, co-workers, family, it doesn't matter. My faith is going to stay in God. And there have been some things that have tested me in the last two months that tried to knock me off course. And I got angry and upset about it. But I got angry and upset at myself. And the reason why I got angry and upset with myself is because I know who God is. I know what he's done for me. I know what he's doing for me now. And it looked like a beautiful future from what he's going to do then. And I had to regain back my faith and fight off everything that seemed to, I, I guess, attack me at every angle sometimes I've had to back off in order for things to get better and when I say back off that means that I might have been going through something that hurts me or either I might have hurt somebody else I ask God for forgiveness I back off ask for protection I back off and then when I did things seemed to accelerate in a way I have really never seen before. Or maybe I've seen it and never noticed it. And I notice it more now. So I'm just saying to those that are listening to me. That are still listening to me. I, I thank God for each and every one of you. Whether it's one person, two people or more. It doesn't matter. Because all it has to do is just take one person to listen. I'm telling you, if God is talking and speaking to you, we have to actually really listen. And sometimes we think 
No, he can't be talking to me. I'm a nobody. I'm this and I'm that. And I'm doing this and I'm doing that. God had to remind me that every person that he used in the Bible were not perfect people. I mean, there are so many in the Bible that have committed murder, adultery, uh, uh, a whole lot of other things. And God still used them. Now, recently I was listening to a story about Esther, the book of Esther, and how God allowed her to become queen. And when she became queen, it was the perfect moment, perfect time for her in a position that she was in to help her people that were going to be destroyed. The whole nation, not just one person. Unbelievable. And let's not forget Joseph, king of dreams. His brother sold him out of jealousy. And he was only 17 years old. And then later on, when he became in his early 30s, God blessed this man that went through so many trials being sold to be second ruler to Pharaoh. God does the elevation, but he does it through people. Because God sees us. Thank you, Jesus, that he knows us better than we know ourselves. Sometimes the struggle seems so hard. You're like, wow, how am I going to get past this? What am I going to do? Keep on trusting a God that I know never fails. We have people that will turn their backs on us quicker than God will. He's forgiving. He's compassionate. He's loving. He's caring. He's protective. He gives us discernment. Don't let the jobs wear you out. God has something greater for us. And we have to keep hanging on. No matter what, we have to keep hanging on to a God that knows what's best for us. I worked hard. Didn't like it. Getting paid a little bit of money. And it seemed like the more money you try to work hard to get, the bills get greater and bigger. It's like you never have enough to cover everything. Been there, done that. Sometimes I'm still struggling. That's why I'm... God, God works through us when we make the steps to move forward. Trusting Him to guide us in the direction we need to go in. I'm not exactly where I'm supposed to be, but I'm going to tell you right now, I see it. And I feel it. And it's almost weird, like, no, man, this, 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 this can't be happening. But I ask God for it. And now that I see it's happening, it's, it's almost like I'm going back in the past. There, 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 there's, there's something suspicious here. No, that can't be right. This can't be happening. But if I ask them forward, why am I doubting now? We have to quit letting the effects around us, especially negative stuff, put us in such a position, position that we take our eyes and our focus off God. God has told me numerous times, focus on me and not what you see. Because every time we see stuff or we hear stuff, it is discouraging the way the world is running right now. But God is still in control. Yes, it's stressful dealing with family members, dealing with children, dealing with so-called friends, all of that. But you still have to stay focused. You have to believe there is something better than where you are now and what you're going through now. I know what it was like growing up poor with nothing. 
I've told y'all numerous times that my first doll, my first toy, was a shoe that my mother wore. And I dressed it up with a scarf. And it was my doll. Because my mama could not afford to buy us any toys. So I know what it was like growing up poor, which I didn't even realize we were poor until my mom started visiting other people. You want to really know my story? The book Shirley has been out since May 2018. And God is still using me to talk to people, either by podcast or in person, by phone, whatever it is. To let them know he still loves us. He has not gone anywhere. And if we just listen to him, he'll guide us and show us that we do have a future. And we do have hope from a God that is able to do anything but fail. I've had people tell me, why are you always talking about God all the time? Why do you keep bringing him up in the conversation? You say you believe in God yourself, but you don't like it when I bring up God. Is you the only one that's supposed to talk about God and not me? Well, if you knew my story and where I came from, you will understand and know that we thought that God was not there for us. But when you think about it and you go back and you see, oh, this happened. Wait a minute. It's like the most oddest thing. You'd be like, how in the world did that happen? You, we have to give God the glory where it's due. We have to know that it was him that provided the food, provided the job, provided a better job, provided a better promotion, provided everything that we need. He said, according to his riches and glory. We serve a rich, powerful God. And that rich, powerful God is able to shower down his blessings upon his children that acknowledge who he is. We, they said we must diligently seek God. And he's a rewarder of those who do. It's in his word. And God does not lie. Where he has me now, maybe it's not where I really, truly want to be. I feel like bigger, greater things are coming, but I'm not exactly there yet. But then I'm looking at stuff happening in the last few months that I seen move faster. Some things hurt a little, caused me to cry a little. But he gave me back that joy and he gave me back that faith and boldness that he gave me from the beginning and told me, don't let nobody take that away from me, no matter who they are. Because we are witnesses for him because we know what it was like to struggle, know what it was like to be homeless, know what it was like to be poor, know what it was like to be abused, know what it was like to lose a mother. I lost one. I can't tell you that it's going to get any better if I haven't gone through all of those things to tell you. I know for a fact it does get better. It seems so hard and struggled. You just want to give up. You just want to lose hope. You're like, you know what? I'm just done. I am tired. But see, evil is listening to us too. We need to listen to God more because His promises are better. It's, there, there's no discouragement. God told us, uh, don't be discouraged, but be of good courage. We got to be strong and courageous, knowing that we have a God that is so powerful. He goes before us to handle things that we need done, so that by the time we get to that point, he already took care of it for us when we was worrying about it before it even happened.
I try to convince everybody. I don't throw religion on anybody. I, I'm just a witness for God to let people know our struggles don't last long. The discouragement doesn't last long. It's what it's up to us what we let our mind do to us. I heard a long time ago, the worst enemy that we always have is the one that's in our mind telling us, you can't do this. You, oh, God ain't talking to you. You're not finna get this. You're not finna get this. We need to stop listening to that one. Because, see, I allowed that to happen to me more than one time. I'm a human being. There are no wings on my back. But I know that God's spirit is in us. The human side wants to give up. The human side wants to say, you know what? I'm tired of this, the struggles, hardly have time for myself, sleepless nights, worrying about this, worrying about that. But if we let the spirit take over, God said if we cast our cares upon him, I think that's a beautiful thing because guess what? When I finally started casting my cares upon God, God never sleeps. He never slumbers. So I'm, in, I'm able to get into the bed, say my prayers, go to sleep, and not have to worry. Now, I ain't going to say it ain't going to sneak back up on me on the next day because sometimes it does. But then I remember what God said, cast it upon him. That's easier said than done when you're going through some things. But it's not hard. It's like a fight. It's a battle. And we have to know whose side we're on and who's on our side. Remember, Bible says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Weapons and darts come from all kinds of places, all kinds of things, all kinds of people. But when we think about it, God is already knocking them to the side, to the left, to the right. I have come down to stop the oppression of my people. That's what I heard in the last few weeks. I have come down to stop the oppression of my people because I hear their moans and their groans. God said that about the Israelites. So if God did that for them, what makes us think he can't do that for us now? We want to say God don't exist because we don't see the Red Sea splitting. They said that uh, in order for Jesus to prove that he was the son of God, they said while he was on the cross, come on down. Let's see you save yourself now so we can believe. But Jesus wanted us, us to believe before he got on that cross. God wants us to believe him before we receive what he has good for us. We have to hang on and maintain that faith because without faith, it is impossible to please God. And we can't just sit around in the house saying, I'm waiting on God to help me. I'm waiting on God to do something for me. I'm waiting on God to do this. I'm waiting on God to do that. And, and you're just sitting there. You're just sitting there. God helps those who help themselves. He can't use us if we don't step out on faith. And listen to what he's saying. We might say, oh, this probably ain't none of my idea. It might not be your idea. But it might be God that put that idea in your head. For a better business. A bigger anything. They said we, we putting God in a box. Like he's so small. He'll only give us little things. But if it's a giant. And it's too big. Oh, we might as well give up. We can't handle that. Don't forget David was a little boy. And God allowed this little boy to go up against Goliath with the strength and power of God. He didn't go by himself. Don't y'all still not know that God uses us to carry out his plans and his wills?
We can't just sit there. He's going to use us and he guides us in the right direction. And when it ain't the right direction, we get this inner discernment that says, you know what? I don't think this right. Well, that's like the Holy Spirit telling us, oh, don't go in that direction. Uh, no, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't invest in this. And then sometimes when it gets so uncomfortable that we like, uh-uh, no, I don't think I want to go into this territory. How you know that ain't the territory that God wants you to go in? We have to step out on faith. We have to believe. Jesus said in his word, stop doubting and believe. I have been through too much in my life. I have gone through too much in my life. Sometimes it's like you can't even see anything good ahead of you because of so much hurt, so much pain. The age that I am now, I'm like, God, I said, I'm I'm, I'm getting old. I'm getting older. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm praying that things will still happen. My dreams, my goals, my hopes, not just for me. But for my family, my children, my grandchildren, up to thousands and thousands and thousands of generations to come of my family. And not just me, but for everybody in this world that know God, believes in God, and want the best for themselves and their families. We can't lose hope like that. We have to keep on believing all the way till the end of time. Why you think God is still being discussed by witnesses? Because whoever their family ancestors were, they mentioned God to them then and went to the next generation and then the next generation and the generations after that. So God ain't gone anywhere. He has his people still carrying on the word, letting them know God is the one to trust and believe because if my mama would have never told me about God I done said it. I would have drowned at the age of 13 years old. A 13 year old child calling on God to save her. And she got saved. A grown woman being abused for 16 years from an abusive person in her life. It wasn't every single day. But when it happened more times than I could count I'm worried about and crying over the abuse, the hurt, the pain, the fear. And the age I am now, I'm like, God, can you still use me? He reminded me. I used Moses, and Moses was 80 years old. I used uh, Abraham, and Abraham was 100. I used Abraham's wife to let her have a baby at the age of 90 years old. There is nothing in this world that God can't do. We're the one that's limiting what he can do in our lives. It's time to build up your dreams and your hopes. Get so excited in your heart that can't nobody tell you nothing. Can't nobody discourage you. I had a person that was in leadership that we were supposed to trust. And I was excited about this business that God allowed me to open. Wasn't sure what we supposed to do with it. Nothing else. But it was a business. And then when I told this person what the name of the business was and how the name came about, 
That person ignored everything instead of saying, Renee, you got a business. Praise the Lord. Oh, no, no. You you, you know what? You shouldn't use that 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 word or that name in your company name because this is that. You came out with something negative while I was speaking something positive and you are a leader of a church. And I'm thankful to God that I said to this person, no disrespect, but I said, uh-uh, you ain't finna take away my joy. I am happy about my business that God has given to me and my family. And I was shocked when a lady told me, oh, you're strong. I said, what do you mean I'm strong? She said, you were strong to say that to the pastor. The pastor is not God. The pastor... A lot of people in this world that's in leadership discourages people more than they encourage people. We know about the bad things happening in the world and around the world. We know about all of that. But let's not forget the beauty of God that can bless us in the midst of it. That can still be there for us in the midst of it all. Everything that happens in this world, and you look on the news, is this happening and that happening. Well, if we keep on focusing on that, we see no hope. We have no hope. We become hopeless. When we should be believing and knowing that God is the one that's in control of this world. We can't stop what's happening. But we can pray to God that it'll get better. And that our lives will get better. Our families will get better. There's the hope. There's the faith. Please. Don't ignore the voice of God. I'm sure he's talking to you. Some kind of way. Whether you read in his word. Somebody drops off a few tidbits. Somebody says a few things. A billboard. A movie you look at. Something, take something out of the negative and find something that's positive and let God guide you so you can have that abundant life that he promised us.